Hold the elevator. Maura Sullivan ran across the lobby as fast as she could in high-heeled pumps. Once again, she second-guessed her choice of attire for this meeting. She didn't plan to stay in town long. Just get in, talk to the lawyer, and run out again. But in a place the size of Granger, Ohio, there was a good chance she'd run into someone she knew. And if that happened, she wanted them to see a successful, self-sufficient business person, not a frazzled woman barely holding it together. The elevator doors were almost shut when they stopped, then slowly started to move in reverse. Maura sighed in relief. Maybe her luck had changed. Sorry, a male voice said from inside the car. I couldn't find the right button and... The man in the elevator gaped at Maura, his finger glued to the button panel. Meanwhile, Maura's stomach fell to the tips of her toes. If not for her impractical footwear, she'd be jogging up the stairs right now instead of staring like an idiot at her almost ex-husband. So much for her luck. It was just as bad as ever. Mora? He found his voice, but his body didn't move an inch. Hi, Nick. There were probably lots of things she should say, but none came to mind. Instead, she forced herself to take three steps forward and enter the elevator. Nick's eyes never left her. His head just swiveled as she moved in next to him. He finally removed his finger from the door open button, letting his hand fall against his thigh with a slap. What are you doing here? Trying not to faint? Telling myself I won't be sick? Both true, but neither fact she wished to share. I have a meeting. She leaned around him and hit the second floor button. The doors slid closed. Nick squeezed the bridge of his nose with two fingers. Is your meeting with Wendell Crowley? Yes. Dread worked its way down her spine. How could he know that? She was clearly the last person he expected to see today. If he hadn't known she was coming to town, how could he know anything about her meeting? Nick made an unintelligible noise and muttered to himself, Great. How could she? Look, I'm sorry we ran into each other like this. Mora's heart thudded in her chest as she tried to ease the tension in the small moving box. I promise, as soon as I meet with a lawyer, I'll be out of here and you'll never see me again. Nick looked at her, his eyes drawn together. Afraid not. What? Your escape won't be that neat and tidy. The elevator stopped, bounced, and the doors eased open. We're going to the same meeting. This had to be a joke. Nick and Mora sat in matching chairs on one side of a heavy oak desk. On the other side sat Wendell Crowley, reading from the last will and testament of Miss Harriet Lenore Granger. The elderly attorney had been a close personal friend of Miss Hattie's, making the reading of this particular will more emotional for him than most. Nick was emotional too, but for a completely different reason. As the lawyer read on, making less and less sense, Nick's fingers squeezed around the arms of his chair. Beside him, 
Mora's hands were clenched together in her lap so tightly that he could see her fingernails digging into her flesh. She was obviously just as shocked as he was. Nick had spent a great deal of time with Miss Hattie in her last days, but she'd never alluded to what she planned in her will. Then again, maybe she had in her own subtle way. He was at her bedside the night before she died, and as always, the woman encouraged him to hold on to hope. It's not too late for you, she'd said. I know you're too stubborn to go after that wife of yours, but you never know. She just might come back to you. Rather than argue, he'd squeezed her hand and prayed with her. That night, his dear friend had died peacefully in her sleep. Now that whole encounter took on new meaning in light of what Wendell had read.